Checky check check. Yeah, that's fine. Hello. That's good. What do you want to talk about? Has it started? Yeah, we started. I don't do that. What do you want to talk about? What do you want? You ever see that meme of the gal sitting in death row? <clears throat> it's not an actual... What are you working with your keys now? What are you doing? I'm opening my beer. Oh. Well, let's wait till you... I had to have that. something to drink. This is DT. All right. All right. Let's see. There we go. Are you comfy now? Ready. It's a meme. A gal's on death row. She's not really on death row. She's an actress. And the guy says, what do you want for your last dinner? And she says, I don't know. What do you want? Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> no, I haven't oh, seen that God. <laughs> Stereotypes. Atham. Even in death. Atham said that to me. And uh, I'm going to lean forward towards the mic. No, that's fine. We're good. That I think right? the audio's coming in just fine. Audio's coming in fine. Look, people are going to have to suffer. A little bit. We're traveling. We're moving. I helped you move. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, I love it when I get criticism for the peanut gallery <laughs> about shit that like <clears throat> some nobody with zero followers or two followers on whatever their social program. You really ought to do X, Y, and Z. I'm right. like, oh, are you the motherfucker that's making the money? Oh, yes. are you? Are you the Jack Walsh of the podcast internet world? Uh, you not will suck my fucking balls. Here's... Uh, I have a question. Where does the term peanut gallery come from? Why is that mean the people that give their advice or suggestions in kind of a, quote, constructive criticism way from the peanut gallery? Why is it the peanut gallery? Uh, I have no I'm, idea. Why. Oh, you don't know. No, oh, I, don't. I think this you're leading to... No. Well, I'm just just, well, let's look that up. I, we have the internet here with your fine internet. That because I don't know if right. millennials even know the expression peanut gallery. They don't know any expression. <laughs> Fucking. They might, so, again, again they might as well be a nuclear test site. They, they, that's how relevant they are. What is the phrase peanut gallery? Because I heard that my whole life. I think it means like you're cheap enough that like, you're, they get, you get the peanuts. Maybe, yeah. Isn't it like complaints, complaints from the peanut gallery? Or isn't yeah, it but it's, it's, it's a, never constructive criticism. Right. That's it's the criticism. Like, it's like nitpicky crap. It's nagging yeah. chick shit. Yeah. And it comes from people who are losers. Right. They don't have the number of complaints I get. Peanuts. Their opinion's worth peanuts. Not even worth peanuts. Peanuts you can eat. But the, <laughs> I don't like your, your high definition. It reminds me of 2002. Uh, Jennifer Aniston says, like. And then, you, and then, you know, inevitably I do kind of delve a little bit, I dive. I look and I click on the links, and they're fucking no ones. Right. Yep. Like fucking nobodies. Well, we're most of us are nobodies. I I know, but if all of a sudden, like say Stephen Molyneux or a, a, a peer of mine came up to me, you know, Rich Cooper says this, "Hey, Aaron, you really or Blake, you know, who is uh, Terrence Pops producer? Okay. Hey, you really got to get on. A, even somebody like Beckloff, who obviously does not <clears throat> is into." Oh, Aaron, you really got to get on this technology thing, you know? And I'm like, okay, I probably should look into that. But when I got these fucking dopes <laughs> repeating the goddamn same shit, oh, is it another low definition? Is you gonna do this? And I can mock and ridicule them like that, making noises and not using actual words, because that's the value of what that's the what words are. Like, that's why you hear. It's like peanuts. It's like peanuts. Back to peanut gallery. It's like wah, peanuts. Wah, 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 wah. And so, what total, is it? so what is it? Oh, peanut gallery. 
A peanut gallery was in the days of vaudeville. Okay. A nickname of the cheapest and ostensibly rowdiest seats in the theater. Oh, rowdiest. Yes. Okay. The so occup- they're also, okay. Yeah, the occupants of which were known to heckle the performers. So it's like the... Um, from, so it's uh, kind of cool, actually. It is. It that reminds, definition means it's kind of cool. Yeah, but uh, Waldorf and who's the other old guy from the Muppets? Oh yeah, yeah. they'd always harass yeah. everybody. The the two old men. Yeah. <laughs> but they're in the box seats, so they're not peanut gallery because that's expensive. Right, but I think it would still be this because all they did was heckle right. and harass the, the audience. Uh, the least expensive snacks served at the theater would often be peanuts, which the patrons would sometimes throw at the performers <laughs> on stage to convey their disapproval. So they're not they're not uh, poor because if you were poor, you would want to eat the peanuts, not use them as ammunition. Right, and if you were poor, you wouldn't necessarily be going to the theater anyway. Right, right. You know, I've always been kind of curious about like what is poverty across the ages. Uh-huh. Like, was I really... Po- you know, I was never destitute poor. Right. You know, I didn't grow up in the ghetto or anything. And we actually lived in nice houses towards the later half of my childhood. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> first half, we were definitely... But then I'm like, well... All, I, I kind of did the math in reverse. And I realized that my folks, they were trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. So we had a nice house, and that was it. Right, house Every, poor. Yeah, we were, we were house rich, and then everything else poor, so we couldn't yeah. do anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they do call it house poor, though. That you, that that you have a really big house, but you're yeah, it's Would, not filled with anything. The man back when the man was poor, right, GT and the man talked about how he knew people that would rent furniture. I told you that, that's just, <laughs> I had the exact same thing happen to me yeah. when I worked security one time. I can't see who it was, but it was a very well established large company family. You'd be like, oh, the such and such. Yeah. Well, they nope. Those motherfuckers are so leveraged to the hilt yeah. that they had to rent their furniture for their housewarming party to improve or impress all the other local neighborhood guests, mm-hmm. and then they returned it right the very next day. Well, we knew um, when we lived overseas, we knew royalty. Actually, we we knew somebody who was royalty English, in the country, British royalty. Oh, yeah. from the UK, right. and um, um, this person was traveling too, and didn't want anybody to know that they were. That she, that she was royalty and and apparently I didn't I don't think I ever talked to her personally but I did hear that royalty in England is they're not really rich they make most of their money off of the tourism of right. palaces that come through right. and they don't really have much money at all so talk about house poor even the royalty of of Britain are house poor well, but what do they do what economic production does I mean they're they're no. moot they're like right. a gallbladder they're an right. obsolete piece right. of government so i guess it's maybe tradition and culture which i'm but not they still against have to keep up these buildings that right that they live in and are kind of obligated to live in because they are quote royalty yeah yeah no, i i don't know i mean so but speaking of palaces mm-hmm. oh yeah the new place <laughs> why don't you tell the audience when you walked in because i'll tell my i'll share my experience but the <laughs> The new hunker bunker is uh, hunker a bunker. little bit of an improvement over the in, old one. In the Rapid City area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was speechless because the photos the photos made it look good. I mean, this this house, um, it was our top choice. Mrs. DT and I was our top choice. Mrs. DT came out, did all the house hunting personally. 
and all of and all of my interaction was through video or photos. Sure. And it looked a lot smaller in the photos. <laughs> and I came in and I was filming it with my my little my crappy camcorder. I'm right, sure the right. peanut gallery, even though it's HD, it's 1080p. Um, I'm sure they'd say. What is that? The the thirty eight year old virgin who has nothing else better to do than to critique your uh, technology. Your technology yeah. would yes, that'd be the yeah. only person complaining. Um, I was speechless. I just kind of walked through it and was just like, <laughs> "Holy!" And, and when and you arrived maybe five ten minutes after, right? Because we I got I got caught behind Herman on the construction <laughs> yeah. the road. Right? Yeah, there was a lot of construction on I ninety on the way out. And Cap was kind enough to drive my pickup out that didn't have cruise control nor power windows, but did have air conditioning. I had a tape myself. deck. And a tape I did deck. not avail myself of that. I just had my my podcast. I was listening to my. And we we uh, um, tied up the, his motorcycle on the bed. That we did um, very well. Didn't anchored move. hard. Yeah, we yeah. could. We could take yeah. that thing on a yeah. circuit. To be Tied fun. it up like a boat, like a boat at the dock. <laughs> yeah. For those that know how to tie up boats at the dock so they don't move. So he arrived just a, a little bit uh, after we did, after I had toured the whole house. And I came outside and I said something like, holy shit, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. And the look on your face was like, oh my God, Aaron. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It was like a three-year-old going to Disney World, you know. You just bent them out. He's like, oh, you're not going to believe what's behind these gates. <laughs> so it is, I would say it is the worst house on the block, maybe? Well, I mean, you walked around. Is it the worst house on the block? It's not the... It's, I wouldn't say the worst because it's a great house. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's one of the older ones on yeah. that block. Yeah. Um, you go that way, everything's in the 90s. You go that way, I think it's the same. I think the houses are, are the same... Maybe on Condition. this side of the street, they're <clears throat> no. older, and on the other side, they're a little Okay, newer. that house over there, the one we're looking at, that's obviously nice, and the one next to it yeah. is nice. I don't, I don't think it had the worst house on the block. I, maybe it's the But it's oldest. great. I mean, that's It's the, great, so yeah. It's, you said something like, yeah, you guys are going to be the, the poor the well, that's poor That's because of you. That's not because of the house. It's oh, like, okay, I know okay. you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> and I had to... Well, it was an interesting observation, because I did go for that walk earlier this morning. And on my walk, what I recognized, um, you could see when the houses were built based off of the style. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> the you could tell the new one, like, like late 90s, early 2000s. And then they ran out of land. Right. And uh, it has nothing to do with your house being one of the older ones. It's just that, you, come on, let's admit, you and I are faking in this neighborhood. Like, they're going to snuff us out here. So, like, your neighbor across the street who looks all they're rich. They're going to snuff us out. They're going to sniff us out. Sniff us out. Whatever. They're going to they're gonna figure out we don't belong. Except for maybe the mafia guy across right. the street. Or right. <laughs> they're they're going to figure out, hey, these people aren't. But that was the interesting thing I noticed about the walk is the GF. I was talking to the GF. She's like, so is it a really rich neighborhood? I'm like, I, I mean... Yeah, it's a nice, it's a really nice neighborhood, but I don't know if it's rich. I don't see any pretentious cars. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so she's well, looking, and I started yeah, I, I've seen mainly just trucks driving. Trucks, by. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is like the last vestige of American Americans, where they <laughs> American work. Americans. Yeah, they they work themselves up to this, but they're mm-hmm. not pretentious assholes. And um, yeah, we'll see. I've been out doing yard work already and stuff, cutting down branches to make sure that the. 
the truck trailer can get down right. the driveway. And right. I wave. Not very many people are waving back. You know what? <laughs> hey, I, that's the waver. He's that, the wave guy. Well, <laughs> see, and I understand. See, because I, uh, I'm trying to figure out the same. I'd like to be left alone. Like the less people know about me in my neighborhood, and they spell my name wrong, which is fine by me in my neighborhood. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they. I won't tell you what it is, but it's like, how the hell did you get that? From Why can't me? you tell me what it is? Because oh, I don't want other people to find out what it is. Oh, the because like I have like I have like an alias I never asked for. Okay. Because they misspelled my name <laughs> atrociously. Uh, like, like on the tax records? <clears throat> no, not on the on on um like on the uh, uh, is it not the deed? Is it the, oh the title? The title? Yeah, well, that's or me. the county? Like yeah, they misspelled. I'm like <laughs> yeah, fine, whatever. Okay, that's who I am now, I guess. Um. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I was kind of no. It's worse. It's it really is one of those things like Clarbrun. Yeah, it's almost that bad. It's almost like Lawrence Fishburne. It's like really, I don't even have that many syllables in my name. But if you want that to be my name, fine. Um, Where's it going? With but that? it's a it's a this is a nice house, and we've already enjoyed watching storms roll right. in and and. Uh, and watching fog over the black, you know, roll over the black hills, and you got a great it's, view. It's beautiful, just a great view. Yeah, it's it's too. I sit here and like I'm, I've got skills. I've got home improvement skills. I can do stuff, right? Mm. But this house is like to the level where I don't have quite the skills. Like like when it's a you said shitty house. Yes. Whatever you do. Is an improvement, right? But when it's a good house, when it's a nice house, right? You might do stuff that doesn't improve. Things. But this house doesn't need that much work. No, I mean, it you doesn't. need some light bulbs replaced. Um, there's the retaining wall that needs to be kind of. I, I'm okay with. I'm okay, all right. You know, as an engineer, I'm fine with doing retaining walls. I'm right. fine with doing, you know, moving dirt around, making sure that uh, the foundation is clear of, you know, you know, of rotting the the siding and things like that. So, right. I'm fine with doing that. I'm fine with cutting branches. I'm fine with cutting trees. I'm fine with, you know, mowing so, the lawn, what, making the lawn larger or right, whatever. That, I'm that's fine with standard making, house maintenance. making steps, you know, stone steps right. down to something or suspension like bridge. The, like the, in, yeah, suspension bridge maybe even. <laughs> <laughs> Zip lines. Um, but like the bathroom with the travertine tile or whatever. I, I'm, look, I'm in the shower and I'm looking at this tile and it's got like, it looks to me like it's got cracks in it. I'm like, did this thing break? No, that's just the way this whatever the fuck kind of rocket is looks. It's travertine? got these. It's called travertine. I think yeah, it's got like, like squiggly lines in it, and and I'm like, well, what if one of these things fucking breaks? I'm not gonna know how to friggin' replace just this. Crowded? Hang on, travertine. Yeah, I think it's travertine. I'm not sure. Travertine tile. But what's wrong so, with that? That looks nice. Let me see what it looks like. That's supposed to like these little divots in there. Yeah, there's like squiggly lines, and it sort of looks like it's like I think it's a metamorphic rock that's sort of like marble. Oh. Yeah, that's say it looks all squiggly. Well, yeah, but that's supposed to be how it looks. But anyway, it um, it's it's rising to the point now where maybe my skills aren't as useful, and so I might actually have to hire people. I you know, like like systems, it. like sprinkler systems. Oh yeah, you need an expert you on need, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't just you know, huh. 
go dink around with a sprinkler system because if you fuck up the head, it's just going to keep blasting water into your soil. Right. And you're not even going to know that you're using water. So, you know, there's a lot of... Um, it's advanced, I would say. It's not as simple as, you know, having a wood-burning stove, some simple wiring tasks, maybe replace some windows because they're shitty windows. I can replace that. You know, this is... It's, it's a... It's a good house, and so I'm gonna have to up my game. I don't I know think. What it, I mean, if I if I have to do anything, I'll have have, to up, well, I, up I don't know. You game. gotta replace that one rotted board out. Yeah, that's it. Um, you've yeah, already sprayed. There might for be the... some structural things on the deck really? that I need you to think? do. Yeah, okay. I think All it's. Right. I think they built the deck, and then they and they had that correct, and then they put the pergola on top of the deck. Which is even more structurally sound, I think, than the deck. But all that, <laughs> but all that weight is now on the deck that was designed for not a pergola on top of it. Oh. So, those are things the engineers notice. But this place is just—I mean, I was speechless. You almost looked like you were in tears. I was so happy to see your family so happy. I, I don't get into tears if you. You wondering. looked like you were close. Oh, for God's sake! I was nowhere near close to having. You tears. looked like happy tears. In my I, I, I was not near tears. I was shocked. What makes awful. what what makes you near tears? This conversation? <laughs> no, that just makes me angry. I really don't get sad. I just get angry. Well, not sad tears, like happy tears. Don't you ever cry like happy? No, like, never. You've never experienced. I'm happy trying tears? to like happy. T- well, like okay, there was one time way back in my dark days. Um, I went the hardest I ever laughed. Yeah, you can cry when you're laughing. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was I was watching this band called the Jastronauts. And okay. to this day, my favorite jazz band ever. Uh-huh. And they're local. They're in the Twin Cities. Unfortunately, I don't think they play anymore. Um, and they just went to this dive bar in St. Paul, and they were playing. And the main uh, guy, his name was Buddy. Uh-huh. And uh, his brothers, he's related to a couple of the guys in there. And so Buddy had to go to the bathroom, and the, they ripped the, the shit band out. was just ripping the <laughs> shit out of him. And then all of a sudden he turns around the corner and like, I'm beating. And they say, and we love Buddy. Buddy's the greatest guy. Da, da, da. He is super fly. But it was so much more funnier than that because we were just, the the band and the audience, was, I, I was crying in yeah. tears because it was yeah. that funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's funny, happy tears. But I don't get choked up. You know, when the good guy wins in the end at the movie. Really? You know, no, never, I don't. Huh? No. I mean, I've gotten choked up. When did I get choked up? Like a little bit? Like even at Braveheart? I never saw Braveheart. You never saw Braveheart. Saw freedom. <laughs> that was That was what I remember. Um, I'm trying to think of something that got to me. Not like even a tearjerker, but kind of like... But I'm not sentimental. You know that. I mean, how, about, how about Bubba Hotep where Elvis goes... Mr. President and salutes. Nothing. I'm just kidding. What are you talking about? <laughs> Bubba Hotep. You've never seen Bubba, Bubba Hotep? No. <laughs> it's <was> funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was like a movie where it was like, I'm just as likely to get a tearjerker out of like Despicable Me 3 because yeah. it's cute yeah. as I am some tragic thing. See, uh, I, I get it. I get it in um, like heroic moments or mm-hmm. like. Um, Pride, sacrificial moments. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like glory that gets me. Yeah, no. When they when they're all going off to basically they probably are gonna die. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm trying they, to think. There's there, and the music gets me too. It's usually it's it's got to be something. It, one, it's got to be something powerful in the movie itself. 
and people will go, "Oh, the feels," you know. That's the, the and it's the music going along with that. The so. the only the only thing that even comes close because I won't lie to you, I, I, I just don't cry. Um, you're such a black-hearted person, dude. I don't have the. You, so you hang care. out with me more, you're gonna you're gonna have a night where we're not gonna, gonna watch Steel you're gonna, Magnolias. You're gonna be like, "Oh my god, I oh feel." God. It's like the Grinch. Captain your heart's Kirk. gonna. Your heart's gonna grow three Sacrifice times. For Spock. No, now, even the Grinch just stole Christmas. That part with Jim Carrey. I didn't that's watch the, the Jim Carrey one. That's Why the would best. you watch the... Why did, they got the cartoon. You don't need to I see I know, it. but the Jim Carrey version, the best acting he's ever done is when the Grinch, uh, his heart grows three times. Oh, all right. Uh, it's fantastic. And it gets me. That part, even that stupid stuff gets what, me. What made me silent was when I got some picture drawings from the kids of a buddy of mine. Oh, Okay. Because um, uh, uh, I won't mention who, but I'm like, you know, tell Cheech and Chong. I'm like, oh, I love pictures. Mm-hmm. And they spelled Quayle. Okay. K W A R R R Y. That's not how it is on your title. <laughs> no, that's not how it is on my title. But the other thing that's really cool is uh, this kid and his dad. His dad calls me Clary. Okay. And he called me Quayle. Hey, Quayle. Quayle. <laughs> and, uh,. So that gets you. Like that kind of is like, cool. It's like, hey, this little fucking chick calls me Clary. Yeah. Know, Quail. yeah. Um, and made you a picture. And made me a picture. And so did his sister. So I was yeah. like, you know, and Quail. With their little them. hands. Yeah, with their hands. Thinking, this is great. Looks he's like gonna, a... He's going to love he's this. He's going to love this <laughs> nuclear reaction accident of a human being I draw. See, you tree. love kids. Oh, I love kids. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, um, what was the other one? When my niece called me... When she recognized who I was and could yeah. say my name, yeah. and she calls, Uncle Alan. She was like real excited. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yes, I am Uncle Alan. You and just, you fuck brushed, yes, and I you, am Uncle Alan. And you brushed a little tear. No, there wasn't a tear. That doesn't... Your lip has never tr- quivered. You've never gone <gasps> like that no, or anything. No, I mean, there were times 10 to 20 years ago it was real bad where I got choked up but because it was like death okay okay, okay. you know yeah, yeah. um but I, I'm not gonna I'm not making it I'm not saying it to sound like I'm some badass no no not, life mean, has been hard enough it's like yeah fresh out of tears go fuck yourself people like, people are different you know I mean I get I music makes me Weep sometimes. I'll admit it. Music makes me weep. Okay, you're you're a, you know? you're a strong man. I'm not, I'm not uh, criticizing you of about it. I, I just say I don't cry. Just... Nessun Dharma with Pavarotti. Holy shit! You don't feel something on that's not just a little twinge of something. Pavarotti's the big fat. The big guy, fat right? uh, tenor. You, one of the yeah. three tenors, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Nessun you... Dharma. Oh, uh, um, yeah. So... Look it up. Listen to it. If you don't feel something. You got nothing inside. I don't really have anything inside. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. There there had to have been an instance where... Uh, I'm trying to think of movies. I haven't gone to movies in a long time. Or any that are like really great. Um, no. So Iron, Iron Man didn't get you choked up in the last... No, uh, I didn't see Avengers. the last Avengers. Oh, you because, haven't even seen it? No, because... Whoa, the Captain spoiler, Marvel thing, spoiler Captain, alert. Yeah, I know he dies. Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> I know he dies, but... Um, it gets so comic, no pun intended. It gets so comical. It's like, oh, here comes Captain America. Oh, look out. Here comes this guy for the uppercut. Oh, look at... Oh, so you didn't even see it. 
I saw Infinity Wars. But you didn't. That's that's see, a better movie. Infinity Wars Endgame. is better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see Endgame. Endgame is time travel, and I hate it time travel movies. Yeah. Back to the Future. That's the last time travel movie they needed to do. Yeah. Star Trek: First Contact. That was a good time travel. With movie. the whale? No, no, no. The one with the Borg. Oh, that's right. That's they a good go one. Back and that's then, one yeah. makes me cry too because it's all hope at the end. Yep. When the Vulcans come down and they have first contact and it's the music and oh, it's great. And they shake hands. It's the human thing. I'm trying thing. to find the an human instance thing. where I've cried or been choked up and nothing is coming to mind oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> I've always been like, like the, like the heart maybe beats a little bit. Like oh, a little kid called me Uncle Erwin. You know, all right. That didn't make me want to cry. It made me proud. I was like, oh. yeah. See, as for you, it's a delicate balance because Guardians of the Galaxy two went too far with the oh, tampon. Oh my god, it was just a mess. There was some moment. moments in that that were a little twingy, but it was too far. What, what moments could have pot? Did you not see how fake it was? Kurt Russell's his dad. Ten, the, the movie's ten seconds into it. Are you my dad? I love you, dad. Don't go, dad. I'm like, what the fuck just happened to this really great movie? I was, dude, I was so excited I, to see Guardians of the Galaxy. You had to have hated how it ended too. What's the last shot? I don't remember, but I may have even walked out of that movie. The, the last, last shot, the last is, shot, is, the very is last other image. guy, the guy with the mohawk dying. No, the last, very last shot is Rocket Raccoon yeah. crying. Your favorite character. Yeah, right? he was my favorite He's got a tear too. coming down because they had a funeral for uh, the Mohawk guy. Yeah. See, now why would you kill off Mohawk guy? That know. was one of the coolest characters. That's like killing off a... Because it was about him being Darth the real Sid. dad. He was Sid. the real dad. And he sacrificed himself for his you son. You don't kill off a guy <laughs> who has a whistling assassination arrow. He's cool. He yeah. died on The Walking Dead, too, that same actor. Oh. He was whatever his name was on The Walking Dead. He's great. Yeah, so let's kill him. <laughs> I, I Really, by that time, I mean, it was... I was like, you could kill Star-Lord for as far as I'm concerned. I would say, though, Infinity Wars is the better movie. That is almost like a perfect comic book movie. And it ends bad. The bad guy wins. It's great. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'm trying to remember if it's... Cowboy Bebop, I got a little choked up on the episode called Venus. Waltz for Venus. I've never seen that. Okay. But this is 20-some years ago. Sure. Um, When you still had a little bit of hope. When there was a little bit, and I thought there was hope, and women might have been nice, and da-da-da, and now I'm just a pure robot that will kill and assassinate as long as you pay me enough. Um, I'm going to soften you up. You've yeah. called me down. You've called yeah. me down this trip. I've just chilled out. I was like, nothing. I was like, uh, Aaron saying that he's slept more than he has in a long time. I must be doing my trick. Well, it's also the melatonin piss. <laughs> um, there's an episode, my favorite one in Cowboy Bebop. It's called Waltz for Venus, and um, I forget why the Bebop crew is there. They're there to go get a bounty, of course. And there's a guy called. Uh, Rofalo or some kind of Italian guy. They, they spoof him off from an Italian guy. So this guy <clears throat> has a sister who's blind and if he gets this type of plant which mm-hmm. is very, very rare in Venus, he can bring her sight back. In Venus? What does that mean? On Venus, the planet? The, the planet Venus. Oh, okay, yeah, so, okay. In, in Cowboy Bebop, all the plants have been terraformed. Okay. 
and each planet kind of represents a different co uh, country. So, like, I think Neptune looks like Russia. Okay. It's all cold and miserable. Mars is America. Okay, because we're uh, warlike. No, it's because <laughs> Earth was blown up. And, okay. um, and then Venus, I forget what Venus is like. I guess it's just another U.S. Uh, Francais. So, he gets into the Mafia deeper than he should to raise the money to get this plant to give his sister some vision. And Spike Spiegel, who's the main character of the show, um, meets up with him. No, what ends up happening <clears throat> is the Italian guy sees Spike Spiegel take out some terrorists on the plane. He's like, whoa, you know, like, teach me, master. He's like, you know, he's never had a father. He's never had an older brother. And Spike was like, get out of here, kid. I don't have time for this. And, like, the guy won't leave him alone. He's like, oh, you're like a dog that won't go away. So he inevitably trains him a little bit in kijitsu or whatever the hell it mm -hmm. is that he trains in. <clears throat> and then Spike kind of protects him a little, finds out he's in trouble, and he helps out the sister, da-da-da-da. Well, in the end, uh, Garofalo, or whatever his name is, has the plant okay. in his arm uh -huh. and then just gets blasted from behind okay. and you could just tell it goes right through his heart and he's like eh. he's dead and, and, no he's falling down and he's like dying he's trying to get the plant and um Spiegel's there and he's like what was it we would have been a good team or like water or something like I can't even remember what it was and that and then Spike Spiegel gives uh, the gal the plant and, and the doctors can make her have vision again she's like what was my brother like he's like He's everything you thought he was. And then the end scene is just they're playing, um, I can't tell if it's a xylophone huh. in an echoey chamber okay. or if it's a music box. Okay. It's really hard to tell. It's just a very simple but sure. very sad melancholic right. song. <clears throat> and Spike Spiegel just looks up into the sky and these pores or pods that are floating in the air kind of like, uh, uh -huh. they just float in the Venus sky and he's just looking at, and that's how it ends. Okay. So that was so a he's little. Thinking about the sacrifice of the guy. That... Well, and that was the guy that was following him around that got shot through the chest, yeah, trying to deliver yeah. the plan. And, and so it was like yeah. there was a rapport built, but I think a lot of cowboy bebop or any you know any kind of serious uh, production, you know, you will inevitably face the existential philosophy of like, well, what the fuck is the point of all this, right? Yep. So he's and thinking about that. He's thinking, yeah, because and then Spike has a death wish. He doesn't because he lose he lost his uh, his girlfriend Julia to the mob and all this and that. Then he finds out she's alive again. It's a br it is the best anime, anime okay. ever. The second place is not even within okay. viewing distance. It is just that good. I was so, never a huge fan of anime, but some of, I mean I I always loved the style of art because I was. I was an artist and I right. liked to draw. So, yeah. Well, the art the art is superior. I mean, I remember in the 80s, <clears throat> even the 70s, like with Voltron and Transor Z and Battle yeah. of the Planets yeah. and Gotcha Man, I don't know if you remember that, um, it was serious. Like, this is real shit. This yeah. isn't some goofy coyote in the desert trying to catch a roadrunner right. and rocks fall on him. Yeah. This is like people are dying, there's blood and shit like that. Voltron was, yeah. Voltron When you were a kid and you saw, a, a, they had like a, a wide shot of all these villagers, mm -hmm. and then there was a giant explosion. Right. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. And that was the sanitized version. Uh, yeah. The Japanese sanitized that. Oh, really? The thousand yeah. people just died there from this gigantic monster. Right, right. right. 
Hagar, Hagar the witch. Um, so that was the part, that part got to you. That part got me, yes. So what part specifically, where he's looking up, right? It was the whole thing where it was a good, honest kid trying to do the right thing, and he looked up to a guy, and Spike, who's normally very reserved with his time, all right, Opened I'll help up you, a kid. Bit. Open up a little bit, and, and then, then that friendship was snuffed out. Right. And all the good that guy kid was trying to do, and... And then he uh, had to deal with it at the end. Yeah, and then at the end, but what's truly telling or admirable or maybe even condemning, maybe that's why I choked up a little bit, is it's a reflection where Spike Spiegel just walks it off. I mean, he's like, looks up at the sky like... But it was a, that was his moment of thinking about it, though. He's, he's cold-hearted, but he took a he took a moment to think to about it. To just kind of go, right. okay, yeah, we're in this vast empty universe or whatever, but this guy did what something. What the fuck was that about? Right. He and did then, something little. Right. Okay. Another one, there's another character called Faye, who's strong, independent woman, don't need no man, fish, bicycle. And um, Spike is going to go, this is towards the end, uh, where he's got to face Vicious, which is his arch rival. Okay. And Faye... What, what I really like about Cowboy Bebop, which parallels very similarly to Firefly, is it's orphans and rejects who form a family. Yeah, yeah. And so or they you choose have this, your family. They choose their family, and they got this family. Yep. Um, but he has this obligation. He has to kill Vicious. Okay. Vicious cannot be let... It's this then, white whale. Yeah. Well, no. It's it's not an obsession. Like, okay. Vicious needs to die. Oh, it's a... It's a it's a righteous It's a righteous thing. justice path, right. Okay. And uh, Vicious also killed Julia, his girlfriend. Okay. Which is about the only thing that Spike ever had left in his life, and once that was taken out, then he was a complete robot. And then he's just okay. like totally cool, totally stoic. Um, but Faye, who's badass girl, da-da-da, like she cracks, where Spike is like, I gotta get going. And he, he's about to hop on his plane to fly out and, and take out Vicious. She's like, you don't have to do this. Right. You can just live your life. Right. You can be here. You can be with us. Because he might be on a suicide mission. Oh no, he definitely is on a suicide okay, mission. Okay, so that's that she's time. trying yeah. to say. And she's like, you don't need to. Do you don't need to do this. And and he, it, it's something where, you know, enough of the humanity had been erased out of him or beaten out of him, where he's like, nope, no, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do this. And I get what you're saying. I understand completely. Right. But I am too far gone this, here. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's almost like he's doing a, a mercy killing for them. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. just bad news for you guys. And that's all he's got left is that. Right, and then there's also the sad part where everybody likes Spike. You know, right. the dog likes Spike. Uh, Ed likes Spike. Faye likes Spike. Jet likes Spike. Everybody likes Spike. He has his family. They love him. Yeah, yeah. But Spike is too far removed now. Right. You know, where it's kind of like it's sad you have this personality everybody loves and truly cherishes and enjoys but you don't care not because you're an asshole you're just not capable of caring right yeah. and so that's kind of the I mean it's a really there's a lot more depth to that cowboy bebop than you think hmm. um, which is why it's your favorite show one of my, it is my it was favorite was your avatar anime. for a while wasn't it yeah, it was yep. yep what does he drink he had a bottle of something I thought Oh no, that that just that's just mariachi tequila. He drank. He doesn't drink a lot, but when he does, there was one episode where he's hungover, okay. and he's at a bar, and he orders a raw egg oyster drink, Jeez. and some the bartender says, "I haven't seen anyone order those in, in years." 
And so he's about to drink it, and then someone bumps him and drinks. It's like these drunk guys trying to hit on the local barmaid, and, uh-huh. and you just see him twitch <laughs> and get angry, and he just proceeds to kick out ever living. It's shit funny out as of you talk here. I keep on like that. That may, reminds me of um, Hudson Hawk. Oh, I saw. I saw when where he, he all he wanted was a coffee, and it kept on getting smashed. Oh, he was wanted, that he the deal? A good coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and the end where you're saying about him looking up into the stars or whatever that reminded me of Bubba Hotep again. There's a part in Bubba Hotep at the end where he's succeeded in his task, and he's looking. who's Bubba Hotep? Is this Elvis? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it, it's a quirky movie. It's it's funny. It's got Bruce Campbell in it. Okay. So he's he's Elvis. He's 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 a reti- he's a Elvis in a nursing home. Okay. And then there's a black guy that thinks he's JFK that they took JFK what? and stained his skin black and filled <laughs> filled half his head with sand because he was missing half his brain. I got half. I got I got sand. I got half my head filled with sand. It was it's really funny. And then there's a, a there's a mummy that's basically stealing souls in their nursing. Home. Oh, okay, so this is your and they fight they fight this. Mummy. Okay, so this is a standard Bruce Campbell <laughs> yes. horror. Film. Okay, all right. Never mind. And Elvis in a walker is like trying to do kung fu, and it's really. <laughs> but at the end, there's kind of this moment where it's there is this like serious kind of undertone of what we do to old people, how we just kind of. Push Set them away. aside, yeah, and yeah. and and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a cool movie. You, I think you'd like it. I think it's it's weird, it's quirky. Elvis is funny. I like you know? um, I like Bruce Campbell. <laughs> he was in some, but he's he's always himself, which always makes the movie great, right? But there was a movie where he, he's acting like a, an advisor to the to the CIA, and they're down south, oh, and they're running a drug trade, or they're trying to stop a drug trade. Oh, that was that funny, movie. yeah. I mean, it was... He was on that show Burn Notice, wasn't he? Wasn't yep, he was on that. Never watched that. Yeah, I mean, his... He started on Evil Dead, and it just he kind of never got past that kind of quirky, uh, bravado, you know, cocky yeah. sense of humor. And <laughs> I don't think the real guy's like that at all. There's a movie called... You don't called, think Bruce Campbell's like that? Yeah, there's a real there's a movie called something like Being Bruce Campbell or something yeah. like that, and and he doesn't he's very like soft spoken. Really? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's interesting. You know what was funny is Abbott and Costello. Um, I watched a documentary about them, and it was the reverse in the real world. Um, oh, okay. So who was the fat one? Was that Abbott? Costello. Costello was the fat one. All right, so Costello. The, the fat one would always go, hey, Abbott! Abbott! <laughs> Abbott! Even um, if they were different characters' names, he'd let that slip sometimes. He'd say Abbott instead yeah. of whoever the character's oh. name was supposed to be. <laughs> so, um, Costello, dopey fat guy, he mm-hmm. was more the financial really? mind and the genius behind it. And Costello, he wasn't a dope, but he was like, you know, he was definitely the, the second fiddle Abbott, in the you mean? business. The, the, the skinny the, guy okay was the straight man was the skinny guy the straight man was the skinny guy it was reversed in the real world okay so on stage Costello the fat guy yep was the dope and uh, was, Abbott right was the smart smooth talking hey, yep. he always had a scheme the character yep. yeah, he always yep. had something going on but in real life they were reversed in real life they were reversed okay uh, not okay. that Abbott was a moron Right, but Costello was definitely the financial mind behind. Okay, it. yeah. So in um, oh, some of those, I mean, some of that stuff is just great. Oh, it's 
Costello is always breaking the fourth wall. He's always looking at the camera like he's looking at you watching and going, yeah, look at what's going what on. What do I do now? <laughs> Just great stuff. Oh. So what else do you want to talk about? Did we talk about moving up here enough? Probably. Uh, I don't think we can talk about that enough, frankly, to make everybody feel bad about the situation you have and they don't. Um, what you said and what Mrs. DT said, she, she liked what you said. Where you said... Good guys me? No, good guys finally won. The good guys finally won. Yeah. No, you did. You did. <laughs> like, I remember one thing that really strikes out about me. Remember when we used to have a podcast? Remember when we used to do those things? Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, and I'd have something to listen to. Yep. You were pissed off one time talking to the man about how you did everything right in high school. Mm-hmm. You got the good grades. You were lied to. Nothing ever had. Da, 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 da. And it sucks. It fucking sucks that we almost have to be in our 50s for us to finally win at life. Right. But you do win. And eventually, I was, yeah, I guess eventually. Yeah. And, you, and, either, you either have the right perspective and whatever situation you're in is adequate, I would say. Adequate. Or you actually um, sacrifice enough for it to pay off. Right. We've sacrificed a lot to now like it's the real first manifestation oh you occupy the house here's the view here's this great house um it's one thing to like yeah on paper you got this money to afford this house on paper that's your income but until you translate it into a view right or a house or something real it's like oh shit this is what you've been working for right and it dawned on me you know like if not you then who who would deserve this house and you know who deserves it? People who play the long. And now, of course, there's lucky people who inherit money and, you know, the Daytons and all that, that kind of stuff. But taking those rarities out of it, um, you look at Facebook. You look at people of our age and our generation. Dude, you're in the top 1%. I guarantee you there's no I mean, there might have one or two people from your high school. What about in are, a shitty house? Which Cappy's house was shittier. My house was shittier, but we were Mine doing was a wall. Shitty. Yours was shitty. Mine Even was though shittier. you just saw the pictures of it. And, well, know, it's cleaned stuff. up. Yeah, yeah. You know why it was shitty? Why? Because there was a ton of shit in it. <laughs> okay. And it was strewn across on the floor, and you could just yeah. walk to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you haven't been to my house too many times. You've been there enough to I've see been there it. enough to know, state. hey, there's a lot of shit on the floor. Normal state. You've seen it in a normal state. No, I've never, dude, the pictures you just saw me, to, you showed me today. This is the first time I looked, I'm like, oh, wow. That it actually is fairly nice. It's house. not a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you and I sacrificed. We lived in modest homes that were certainly below our means. In college, we lived in absolute shitholes. Shit yeah. Absolute shitholes. Suffering, cold, misery. We're, we're eternally thankful for wood burning stoves and the yep. warmth they provide. Yep. We don't complain about cutting wood. We look forward to it. Whereas a prissy, you know, Suburbanite yeah, white exactly. girl from me dying would be like, I gotta cut wood. I love, I love work like that. So yeah. That's where the sweat's worth it. So that, we did that for 20 years. Yep. And now's the payoff. Right. Now's the payoff. We didn't buy fancy cars. Yep. We didn't borrow shit. We didn't go into debt. We didn't afford ourselves egregious luxuries. And now the payoff comes. Occasional really good bottle of scotch yeah, oh yeah you, you're, you gotta live yeah you go down and travel you take your vacation i'm not saying you, you don't you just sit there and be a hermit right but this bullshit where what's what's great about it is how everyone when they were younger thought they were better 
That's the, it'd be one thing if it's just like yeah, our school sucks and we're popular. Or this is popular. That's popular. But I remember distinctly people thinking they were morally superior and better people to me because of the fucking clothes we had. Yeah, the shit they had. The shit they had. That their parents fucking bought them. Yep. I remember going to the Carlson School of Management, the Carlson School of Management, and the kids whose parents would buy them brand new SUVs and they could actually afford the monthly parking contract at the Carlson School of Management. And I'd have to park my bike or my car and hoof it in and walk, you know, and uh, I'd live at ghettos in the sky. They'd live in the pristine new dorm or whatever. Um, and that's why they never get ahead is because they've always had sh- stuff given to them if, so they yeah. don't they'll just they'll just be treading water pretty decent water until the water runs but they, out but yeah but they've never really accomplished anything right. themselves you, if, if all you do is bench press 30 pounds on the bench press set you're just pushing right. up the bar that's all you're going to be able to push up is right. the bar right so now that we've been quote working out for 20 years right and I guarantee you a lot of their parents money have been cut off They've pissed through the money. Their parents didn't never had the money. Right. You know, the dad was just borrowing it over at my bank. Like, I'm going to be a dude, bro, and keep it up. I remember a banker buying his daughter. Like, here I am just, like, busting my ass off. His daughter was my age. And uh, he's signing paperwork. I'm like, what are you doing there, Tom? It was Tom. He's like, oh, paperwork. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, oh, yeah, I'm getting my daughter a new car. I'm like, isn't your daughter my age? He's like, well, yeah. I'm like, you're getting her a new car? It's like, yeah. I'm like, new used or new new? Oh, new new. She needs the latest safety. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah. you fucking son of a bitch. There's a guy right here. You know, you know. Where's that guy who's supposed to say, "Wow, here's the hardworking real son I should have had." No, right. nothing's too good for my little prince. You know what? That money's gone. Right. That guy got laid off or yeah. you know retired, and the money's no longer there. Or you know what? The parents are just sick and tired of giving you the fucking money. And now, now we're on equal footing. Yeah. And we've been working at thirty times gravity. Dragon Ball Z reference, even though the, the movie or the TV show sucks. Uh, we've been working at thirty times gravity, and these people have just been working on easy mode. Right. And life is not easy in the end. And now. Motherfuckers, they can all suck my dick. <laughs> they can all suck because, like, you walked out here, you got this view, and for every one of you, I know there's a bunch of single parents who damn well fucked it up. Right? They're still relying. Well, on when it parents. got, to, I mean, marriage. I mean, I I love my family, I love my wife, but mm-hmm. marriage is tough. It is yeah. work, and if you think that you're just gonna <laughs> that everything's just gonna be roses, it's just not. Foolish. And yeah. so you have to. Luckily, Mrs. DT worked through it as much as I worked through it, mm-hmm. and we're coming out the other end here a lot stronger. You know, Nietzsche, that which does not kill me makes me stronger. It Correct. is true. And um, so, yeah, you go through those tough times, and the weak people will just get divorced. Oh, oh I'm going to get divorced. I'm going to get divorced. You know? yeah, those vials Hey, how about you fucking challenge yourself a little bit and grow as a person <laughs> instead not, of just giving not, up? No, no, but, but DT, DT. <laughs> Those are the normies, I know. Where would we be without them? I know, they do all the stuff that we don't want to do so that we can go have an awesome dinner tonight. And (laughs) would we be superior if they didn't exist? Right, and that's that's another Nietzsche. That's another too. thing. Is yeah. why don't, did Nietzsche yeah. say that you need no, the idiots? Yeah, he basically said you need the herd so that you are a Superman. Okay, basically that's yeah. what he said. I know it sounds real arrogant and cocky coming from me and you, but you know what? Fuck you, people. Not my listening audience. I guarantee you, my listening audience. And I'm not saying to kiss all of them. Not all of them. No, there's, well, there's, there's. You might know who you're. It's, like, it's like George. It's like a George Carlin's joke. This is my favorite joke of his of all yeah. time. He says. Have you ever listen to somebody and you think, 
this guy's fucking stupid. Yeah. He's like, think about how average, uh, how stupid the average person is, and right. think half of them are right, stupider than that. than that. And right. everybody in the audience is <laughs> laughing, laughing their ass off. And he's really, saying, "Yeah, half." I'm I'm making fun of half of you here. They don't get it, <laughs> right? They exactly. Right. It's it's just a it's a genius joke. <laughs> no, I, I I say it because of all the fucking bullshit I had to go through. Especially what pissed me off was all the lies, like, "Oh, you're wrong. You're not doing it right." And there was like none of this clear like well how do I become better how do I do well at society and then you find out oh you're all just a bunch of fucking posers and you're all just trying to scam and you're all trying to borrow fuck you and so yes I'm glad to be superior I'm glad there's the fucking morons I'm glad that there's poverty self-inflicted I'm not happy there's like little kids starving oh, yeah. you know, I'm not happy it's about never that. the kids fault no it's never the kids fault but self-inflicted poverty self-inflicted stupid decisions I love it and the mm-hmm. fact now you got this house with this view, I mean, really, I know you, you, yeah, you got Facebook. Just go on Facebook and look up some of your old high school people. Look up your old college people. Right. And bathe. Bathe in it. <laughs> you, no, I'm serious. You beat these people. You beat them. I'm friends with some pretty successful people, so. Yeah, there's there's people more successful there's, yeah, than us. There's, 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 I mean, like attracts like, you know, mm-hmm. the people that, um, that got their shit together recognize other people that got their shit together right. and go okay you know and i've been I, i've got i've got a few friends that are much much more successful than i am but they like hanging out with me because i'm a real guy and i've got and the they right probably went through the same shit yeah. they yeah. probably went through the exact same shit you know yeah. like oh you're wearing those shoes oh boy, i got these shoes <laughs> it was guess jeans for me oh god guess and gerbos i i have looked up a handful i did throw away my um my uh, school yearbooks. Oh, you threw them away. Because I didn't remember any people who signed it. Like, they'd sign it. I'm like, who oh, is this person? Right. Like, it's so gone. And I and it was such... I hated it so much. And I'm thinking, like, maybe I want to hold on to this to look some people up later. You yeah. know? Maybe, you know? Old Captain gets stage four memory. cancer. You know? Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. Hey, you're, no. you're not going, yay. We're taking this trip together, motherfucker. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. You know, I, I think of that and I... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, I hope I get to the point. I don't have that temptation, I guess. I want to take out really bad people. I don't want to take out, like, just average bad people. Well, and here's... Because it's just like, you know, yeah, they're stupid, they're dumb, they're pretentious, they're whatever. But, yeah, let them... Like you say, their lives are miserable. It's more exactly. of a punishment for it, them to just keep living. Exactly, and that's what I've had to wrap my mind around because it's actually like a win-win. It's like... Dude, you're going to be helping them out, putting them out of their lives right. early. Right. Let them suffer. Yeah. You know, their wives are they're, fat or they're divorced. They're, or whatever. Their life is going to kick their, their ass as they are, keep getting older. Yeah, yeah. they keep getting older. The kids are fucked up. It's it's just kind of like, no, I could let I could let you live. I could I could let you go, and you'd be amazed how rare it is a truly vile, evil person where the punishment, the best punishment to, for them to get is death. Where it's like that's the best outcome. The worst punishment for them is to let them keep living. Right. And and uh, and all that's and that's one thing I try to convey to especially younger men and women today, where they're in the thick of it. Although I don't think there's quite the bullshit or bullying or the crap or no. the drama that goes on in high school now anymore. Uh, it's just the bar gets set a little lower, you know. Yeah. It can, it, you know, uh, things that would have not bothered us at all bother kids today. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you know, no. it's just—I mean, it's always—it's always relative. Yeah. 
So, no, I think you should be very happy. We should break about your house as much as we want. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This place is huge. It's at least twice the size as Hunker Bunker right. 1.0. And uh, there is going to be a new Hunker Bunker. There is. Are we going to do the ACDT? The ACDT for those about to talk <laughs> podcast. <laughs> for anybody that understands, I mean, you're you're one of us if you understand that little sort of quasi joke. I knew nothing there. about ACDC. Yeah, yeah. I knew nothing about that band. We salute you. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I think I think that'll be. I think it'll be good. But yeah, my decision is: do I get do I podcast again? I might. Um, there's a, there's a good room. I think I could set up for it. You do have a very good room. It yeah. needs to be less echoey. Just so a little bit. Get yeah. the stuff in there and see how it sounds. Like yeah. this is pretty echoey in here right now, actually. It this, is. It is. But you don't have no furniture. Yeah. And so the more, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be. I think it'll work. And um, we'll see what happens. That the you don't think I should show my face? You should not. No. You got kids. Don't, but I why? Don't know. Why? Why would you? Why? Why? What is the possible upsell to that? Well, it's sort of bowing down to the herd a little bit. Because they they expect that. They, oh, I want to see the person what who's talking to me. What you podcast? Nothing, yeah, right. All right, so what? what <laughs> fuck them. Fuck I know, I understand. I'm, I'm paid to podcast and I still say fuck them, you know. I, <laughs> no, I understand, but you know, Chad Elkin shows his face. He does. You know, I think he also has an element of Spike Spiegel in uh, Death Wish. But I'm, but I'm in, you know, I'm where I'm with my people now, you know, S- you know, set my people free, Pharaoh. I'm with, I'm with my people now in South Dakota. No, this and is it's just, a constitutional carry state. And this year. What do you mean this year? Don't worry, the communists are coming. They're going <laughs> to populate this. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but at some point, I, I kind of sit here and I go, at some point, you got to take a stand. At some point, you. You know, you're safe enough to step out. You're, you're, it's not no, risky. What, you, know? What, you know what I mean? There's no why. I'm not going to use my real name. I'm not going to say well, where I am. Well, your face out there. That's just as good as your real name. So we'll figure it out. Maybe. Even though you're not a hot chick with tits. They'll figure it out. Maybe. Don't Maybe even... Not. Don't do it. They're lazy. Oh, for God's sake. Will you please listen to me? Wait a minute. Hang on. I'm doing this wrong. I'm not having this conversation anymore until you pay me $200. dollars <laughs> right. right. I know, I know. I'll decide. There's no, no. The backdrop would be cool, though. Like he's, in my backdrop, right? But why would you go the to painting video? from my child? Go to video? Huh? Do you need to go to video? No, you just get more. You get more attention when you no, show yeah, who you are. You're not getting enough attention as it is. You're not making enough money as is right now. I mean, if you were like going to make money and like people are like, oh yeah, clamoring, like you could just walk away and you're making as much money as you would as an engineer or something. Yeah, okay, then maybe do it. Yeah. I guess Sargon really never showed his face, right? Sargon never showed his face. Sam Ends never showed his face. Um, Chateau Hartis never showed his face. Uh, a lot of people never show their face. And, and it is smart because of all the technology that can... The technology and the bullet. Why even bother? And you got you got a family. That's the main thing. He's got a family to worry right. about. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother with that. Oh, I guarantee. I mean, anybody even threatens my family a little bit. It yeah. will be a split. Their face will. Their their mom won't be able to recognize them. Right. Won't be right. able to identify the body. I'm, I'm not. I'm not downing that. But why <laughs> even have to go down that? Path? I know. I know. You're right. Um. You know. I. I I'll just coast. I'll just uh, coast on the coattails of Cappy. Is that what you're saying? Yes, you can coast. Like, I'm like <laughs> Oprah. Anybody I touch turns into the next Rachel Ray or Doctor Phil or Doctor Oz. And um, 
But it could be fun. I mean, it could be... Because, like you say, there's a lot of posers out there. And we're actually... I think you've established a actually do, Right, exactly. We're actually... I, I, I'm doing what I say you should do. Right. What I've been preaching on the debrief when I was podcasting and ever since I started, you know, occasionally podcasting with you, mm-hmm. I'm not phony at all. And I think... And there's a lot of phonies out there that just kind of talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Right. And, and, and in the olden, Fuck all of you. Right. And in the <laughs> olden days... I mean, 10 years ago, posting your picture would say, oh, okay, I know, all right, that person's in shape. It was really to see if you were in shape. But I think nowadays, you can just tell based on what people say. Um, and you don't have to meet them. For example, Sandman. Okay. Sandman has seen a woman's vagina, aside from his mother's, when he was born. Uh-huh. Sandman, uh, quote unquote, is MGTOW, but he went through the trials and tribulations as a real man with a real job. Right. You know that through just listening to him and hearing him. Okay. There are other people I have met, not necessarily within the MGTOW community, but especially the, quote, pickup artists. Right. When I meet them in person, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Right. You posing, lying sack of shit. No wonder you don't put your face up there because everyone would know you're a lying sack of shit. No right. woman wants to go. It's all you. theory. Yeah. No, it, it, it's what's. Well, Theory, but it's also hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. It's lying. Like, oh yeah, this is how you get the girls. The da 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 da. And I'm looking. I'm like, you haven't been laid in 15 years. Yeah. You know? And the last time it was was with a whore on the military base or something. Um, That's part of my problem, though, is I really don't give a fuck about that whole thing. And too many guys do. Well, you're and married. That, <laughs> yeah, no. but I mean, it, it. Yeah, I guess that maybe. I don't know. It just it. Um, there's far too much, and we've talked about it ad nauseum. You know, the hot chicks saying obvious shit, and right, and you know, uh, oh, once some, once so uh, somebody uh, finds out that a woman's married, her her donations dry Drop up, and, right? You know, it's it's so fucking pathetic, and I don't want to wade into but that not, stuff but it's, at but all. It's not, and it's, it's not like even to a twenty year old boy, right? For but you, it's it's old hat. I mean, and I think we've. Through the community, red pill community, whatever you want to call it, I think all the major tenets and principles have been covered. Yeah, but for you, yeah, I don't, you know, you. But but I mean, else. that's what gets all. That's what get the gets the clicks. It's right. like when when you comment on those kinds of things, that's when yeah, when, because when you that's get the, all the number clicks. one thing people demand yeah, is, yeah. is female attention and, it's and just, youth and beauty. It's yes, boring. It's so fucking but boring. That's what that's what sells, man. Because that's the number one commodity in demand. You know, like oh, there's always new eighteen year old girls hitting the market. Well, there's always new eighteen year old boys hitting the market yeah. who certainly are not fucking red pill. I mean, no. thank God I got lifelong employment because thank God people keep getting divorced and feminism and all this other shit. I mean, so it may get tiring, you know, like, I don't ever want to answer the question, how do I get the girls? Right, right. Or what should I do for a business? Like, I'll <laughs> drive and find you and kick you in your kneecap, you know? It's, um, but that's that's what's in demand because they, they I know, and it's just, it, it's, it's, um, and I like Chapin. I like Chapin's Inferno or whatever, and I, right. sometimes I occasionally listen to his Sunday show. I like Florian. He's Florian's great. great. Yeah, He's Florian. got, I, love, I like those guys. But you know, it's just kind of about girls all the time and women and the and the whole hypocrisy of that. And I what? and I kind of sit here and I go, okay, yeah, we get it. We've gone over all that. What do we do about it? What do you actually do? And that's why 
I've done what I've done. Right. Is because you actually, if all we're doing is just complaining about shit, then all you're doing is complaining. You're the right. peanut gallery. That's all you you're are. You're the peanut gallery. You're the fucking right. peanut gallery. Right. Back to that. And it, unless you do something about it, it's it's worthless. Well, what if you can't do anything about it? Well, you could work towards doing something well, about it. You know what I mean? You, you, okay, you go you ahead I mean? and take on big education and media and government and... No, 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 no. I no, I don't say that. I say quit. That's what I say. Right, but what would somebody like Chapin or these guys... First, they have a market. They make money. Well, Chapin's in Chicago, right? Well, it doesn't matter where they are. I'm, I'm just well, saying... Well, Chicago's a leftist shithole. Right. So why would you you know, be there to support that beast? He, I mean, he's, well, he's in Indiana <laughs> now. He moved. Okay, good. Uh, I'm saying from a point and purpose standard of life, I'm, I'm willing to give... Make towels or ghost guys or these people who are constant red pill all the time a little bit of forgiveness because what else was a man supposed to do with his life? No, I get it. You know, that's your number one thing you're programmed to chase after. Yeah. And if it's been taken away from you, the next best thing is to like at least understand and uh, therapeuticize or therapyize, talk yeah. about it, go over it. Yeah. Um, so you understand what's happening. Well, maybe a different tactic is, is worthwhile here. No. Maybe guys should just go after ugly chicks and make kids. How do you get an erection for a fat <laughs> ugly chick? I don't know. <laughs> you, you what take, are you a feminist? You take, Vi- you take you Viagra. Think men's sexuality. You, you and take just... Viagra because the all. I mean, speaking as a father and as a, as a husband, you you do not know what real love is like until you have a kid. Right. That's just my opinion. But I mean, that's the whole point. I mean, that's why I've I've had the thought of. If you're having sex with someone and all these feelings that we have regarding sex are, are to bond us with that person so that we, are, that we raise effective children right. together. That, it's all, uh, it's all uh, the design of evolution for us to pass on our genes to the next generation. Right. And so if you're not doing that, is it just masturbation? Is that all it is? It effectively is, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, it's fine. So... Right, right, exactly. Well, you're mean, complaining yeah. about no, I'm not, my grand old time. I'm not. I'm not complaining at all. But maybe it's maybe that there's different tactics that need to be made instead of just writing off the whole, the whole thing. Maybe you just go, okay, well, I'm going to make a family instead. That's going to be my what my goal I, instead I, of you know landing the hot wife that blah 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 and this and that and all that, which is a noble goal and it's a great goal, but. And the MGTOW community is right and that chicks are so fucked up today that that's very, very risky. Well, maybe a ugly chick isn't risky. You know what I well, mean? Maybe you just... What, why? <laughs> maybe why you go, hey, have... those are good birthing hips rather why, than... <laughs> why why do men have to make this? See, I know. I mean, I, no, I, I, I hate to say it again with the MGTOW, but like, it really is one of those things where I say, yeah, I'm walking away, man. I'm not doing with this. I'm not. Doing I with totally this. get it. I'm just. Yeah. I'm I mean, just being you, you, a little bit of devil's advocate here. That and and that, that guys are really truly giving up one of the best things about life mm. in walking away. Right. And if there's a way to figure out, okay, to adjust your expectations and needs and all those things, so that you're not walking away and you're getting something even better than go adopt you know, then. True. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of kids. Again, you know, I'm a little bit more forgiving of the kids. Lots of kids could use parents. Yep. You know, you don't need. But oh, well, kids are the best thing about life, and it's and it's uh, uh, adults that ruin them. That's right. that's that's the story of all of human history. But, but kids I, are great. Adults ruin them. <laughs> I can't fault for a second. Look, 
Women can have whatever they want. By, by God, ladies, you go do whatever you want. Yeah. You have every right on my libertarian ideology to pursue your career, to do this, date whoever, have sex with as many, you do whatever you want. Men have just as much of a right to say, yeah, yeah, you know what, I ain't fucking fat chicks. Right, yep. Okay? Yep. I, I, uh, I mean, it's an academic question you make. Like, oh, what if we just banged fat chicks and had kids? Well, <laughs> you have to get really drunk and get some has anybody Viagra. Has anybody ever said that idea before? Maybe. No, you're the first one ever come up with. You know why? Because Men DT. don't want to have sex with fat chicks. <laughs> exactly, I'm DT and I'm like, you're missing out, guys. You're missing out, fellas. You need a There's something there. about that genetics and you see that it's your genetics and it's just like, it activates something in you that just is like, oh, okay, yeah. this is what it's all about. It's yeah. not about that. It's actually about this. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah, you know what? I um, I like sex too much. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I do too. Don't get me wrong. You ever bang a fat chick? Uh, no, I, you ever ride the moped? Hey, n- no. Uh, I'll, I'll admit I was a virgin when I got married. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, I banged uh, one fat chick. And it is very truly much like riding a moped. It's fun, but you don't want your friends seeing you doing it. So it's kind of, it was, it was one of those, dude, you know what's so fucking funny is like by today's standards that would have totally been like, could have been, oh, I was raped. Cause like I was hammered. The girl drove me home after a dance yeah. class and she's like, well, you can stay at my place. I'm like, okay. And then she starts making out with me and she's like, so are we going to have sex or what? I'm like, all right. Okay. You know, I just don't really want to. <laughs> And you know what? Remember those days yeah. when you could just kind of go, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't feel like I was violated. I didn't have to, you know, what I should do, I should wait another 20 years and then file a complaint when she runs for right. senator yeah. or something. Right, yeah. Oh, track hey, her down. Yeah, track her down. Track her down. Oh, she's the CEO money. of oh, some company yeah. now. Hey, I was violated in 2001. Whatever the fuck, how long ago was that? Um, yeah, and okay, that was that was drunk Aaron, tired. Yeah, with with and young, and so the blood just flows. Yes, young too. Yes, yeah, young. Yeah. The blood just flows. Yeah, you don't like, need any uh, uh, Beta Max or beat, beat, Beats, whatever the fuck people Viagra. Take. Yeah, well, it's, but there's other natural oh, yeah. stuff. In spite of booze, when, too. Whenever they say spite oh, of booze. It, it increases blood flow. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, that was that. But you know what? Not, I'm not going to settle for that, let alone be the right. wife of my children. I, I'm, I have some. Look, what, what is this sacrificial bullshit? No, no, it's do? not sacrificing. Oh, all right. No, it's not. It's um, long term planning. Playing the yeah, long or it's game. just it's just um, recognizing reality and and realizing where there's less risk. Maybe mm. you know what I mean. That it, oh, okay, that hot chick. That's uh, been entitled her whole life has never. I mean, uh, I think the last time on podcast I I uh, compared government workers to hot chicks where they just don't live in reality. Yeah, no, they think they, it's like oh my they, god, oh, I have the hardest job. Wherever ever. I go, you know, people just buy drinks for me. I've never had to buy myself a meal on a on a Friday or Saturday night. You know, they just don't live in reality. No. So, um, rather, you know, and that's risky. I would say that kind of it just breeds that if anything goes wrong then they bail because they've got it so easy um, yeah so yeah. I don't know it's just a thought it's just a thought it, it, it would be correct. very difficult it is genetically speaking the only thing for living for what if she's a really good cook 
If you want to be happy for the rest of your wife, don't make a pretty woman your wife. So from my personal yeah. point of view, get an ugly girl to marry you. <laughs> what, what is that from? You've never heard that song? I, if you want to be happy for, yeah, it's like, man, your wife sure is ugly. Yeah, she ugly, but she sure can cook. I think it was... They're just a bunch of black guys. I would yeah. look it up. I think it was it was a bunch of black singers. And if you want to be happy for, the but why do black wanted... guys like fat chicks? I don't know. Do they? Is that or is I that think... a stereotype? Maybe it's a stereotype. I think but... it's a stereotype. But I don't know. I mean, it kind of. I mean, fat chicks can make really strong kids. Oh, great! Yeah, they can. I mean, their yeah, kids I are know strong. They can make. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think you know Jamar wants to bang. A... I don't believe in that. That I, they might want him a little bit more curvy. Yeah, right. Like a bubbly ass, okay, because you yeah. see that. But the yeah, the pic- birth and hips thing. They don't. Yeah, their pelvis yeah. is not going to break, like, and you know, when they have children. You follow Vince on uh, Twitter or Facebook or anything? Vince who? Like I won't mention his last name. He's a cop, black guy. Maybe middle Sounds familiar. He, he'll post memes, and of course, it's sexual and blah blah. It's blah, weird. Blah. Facebook now is just showing me a few people. They really, really are. They're they they their algorithms just like I don't see. At least probably ninety percent of okay. my friends. But anyway, so Vince will post black guy, and he'll post sexy black women. Okay. Okay, I bang them. Right. But they got a little bit more of a bubbly butt. Maybe their hips, a little more of an hourglass figure. But this weave, right? Walrus. No. Is not what black men want. I could be completely wrong, but I'm just based on my black but friends and what they're dating. Yeah, she got a little bit more junk in the trunk, but she's still a shapely, comely woman. Right. It's but they're this... more open to that, I would say. Or maybe. I, I, maybe, but okay. Because how does that? How how do they? I mean, they're obviously reproducing. I mean, it's like. Well, yeah, no, and, and maybe, maybe somebody fucked them gotta, to make babies. Right. Maybe maybe black men just gotta fuck something all the time, which is shooting themselves in the foot. There's no doubt the phenomenon. They have higher T, right? Black people. That's not a stereotype. That's true, right? Maybe. I think I they have higher T and they have higher sperm counts. Could be. All right. Whatever. <laughs> How does DT know that? What, what, <laughs> based on what media tries to tell you versus what I've seen my black friends do. Right, okay. It's like, okay, yeah, they might go for a little bit, you know, bigger hips. But they're not going after the bowling ball right. with nails and a weave. and hey, baby. Yeah. I'm sexy. But then, to counter that, you look at uh, the black guys dating the white gals, and it's like, could the brothers just... Look, just because she's white doesn't make her better. No, yeah, they're almost the same shape, aren't they? Yeah. As, well, it, yeah. But, but they like, I got myself a white woman. It's like, she's 300 pounds. <laughs> You're the only son of a bitch that wants to get that woman. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not a trophy. So I think there's also a lot... You'll see that like maybe with the sports guys, the athletes... They got to get themselves a blonde white chick. It's like, yeah, but are you really attracted to a blonde white chick, or is that what society told you? It's so funny, you know. Scientifically speaking, scientifically speaking, a black guy with a blonde white chick, you're not going to have blonde babies. Is that blonde? The 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 blonde gene is is recessive. Okay, all right. Now your grandbabies, if they get with somebody, might have blonde hair. Okay, but your babies will not. And so it's you're eliminating that that blonde chick. I don't. Sorry. I don't think they're even going <laughs> know, after the blonde chick for her hair. It's this is what everybody wants. I want my Ferrari. I want my right. hot blonde chick. Right. And it's like, dude, do you even like blonde chicks? Like, 
People ask, well, what about Asians? What about Latinas? I'm like, hey, you know, they're there. There's some good looking, don't get me wrong. And I've dated Latinas and Asians. Uh, even dated one black girl. Um, but unless it's my race, I'm really not, I mean, you gotta be a really good looking gal on the other yeah. side. Like Charmin Michelle. Do you know Charmin Michelle? No. Oh, God. Oh. Charmin? Oh. She's, I know, she's like in her 50s now, but when I moved from the Twin Cities from Chicago, she's a female, a gold, she's a good act, uh, uh, jazz singer too. Um, okay. Just beautiful. Yeah. And I saw her playing at the Poodle Club on Lake Street. You ever been there? No, I avoid Lake Street. Okay. Well, anyway, so she was playing with uh, with the band and Sharon uh, Michelle, and she has uh, one of those Asian one piece uh, formal dresses on. Yeah, those are oh, cute. Oh God! Yeah. And the, she's just uh, what are uh, what are they called? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember what they're called, but there's yeah, it's it's the what the chick was wearing in Rambo: First Blood Part Two when she rescued Rambo. Okay, well, whatever. It's very hot, she's, especially when she's shooting machine gun. Right. Yeah. So this gal's singing jazz, and she's in that outfit, and she was always a very. She reminded me of a kimono. Isn't that what it's called? No, no, that's, that's, that's a more of a robe. More of a robe. Yeah. Um, just beautiful. And then uh-huh. she's singing, and so here I am, like twenty-three-year-old Cappy. I'm like, I can't get any girl I want. So I walk up to her. I'm like, would you like to go dancing sometime? And I have never been shot down so wonderfully. And She was very graceful. Oh, about it felt it. heavenly to get shot down by her. It was <laughs> wonderful. For, and she's like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but I can't have a boyfriend. I'm like, oh, okay. That's real nice. And then she gets, well, then I find out her boyfriend is basically a 40-year-old version of me. Yeah. It's this skinny white guy with a beard and hair. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm the newer model. Right. What's you, what are you doing going on with this old fart for? And, the you know, mileage. Probably the money, too, he probably had. But yeah. So oh, that, come on. Would you, I mean, if oh, you were a chick, yeah. would you date you oh, right now or oh, are you 23 yeah, years no, old? No, no, me right now. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. But I'm just saying that's about the only black woman that I was like, whoa, hey, let me. Oh, and she was wearing an Asian. For some reason, this whole story, I was thinking she was Asian. No, she's not Asian. She's a black chick. <laughs> wearing an Asian wearing outfit. Wearing an Asian outfit. Okay. Uh, singing jazz. Yeah, singing jazz. And okay. she just, oh, I had a crush. I still have a crush on her. But um, that's very rare. Um, so I don't think this, this well, I'm going to go out with a blonde because that's what everybody says is popular. Or uh, the redhead thing, you know, we kind of joke about that. And, you know, like, yeah, I like a redhead, but it's not, it's not mission critical. Um, but then, well, maybe you could just get it up for fat chicks and start breeding. <laughs> like, no, don't really think so. No. Really do Sometimes not. you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, all right, just jerk off. You know, how about that? I'll just look up some hot chick on the porn sites. And well, that's all the MGTOW guys want, the... Uh, the robot oh, produced babies or oh, whatever, right? Or the, sex dolls. Not the sex dolls, but the actual art, um, uh, artificial womb. That's what artificial they're Artificial womb? Yeah. What? Where they could just make a baby and without a Without woman. the mother? Yeah. Well, isn't that the same hypocrisy? Of- yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's like thinking that all of these years of human evolution, I mean, females have their flaws, but males have their flaws too. And when you put... When you put the two together and they're both actualized and they're both working with their strengths and correcting each other's weaknesses, that's what's best for the kids. If only there was like a physical coupling mechanism that would <laughs> prove to me physically that men and women were meant to be together. Yeah, and that we're both humans. 
the whole idea that we can just you know artificially produce humans kind of negates half of humanity, I you, guess. And, like well, yeah, but which half? Served it, well, apparently the female. If it's an artificial women, wound. Women can get sperm banks and they can just right. get in vitro. Right. I mean, men are... It's the same thing. ...much basically. more disposable. Exactly. Except, we fucking run everything. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to keep the sperm banks up? What's but a refrigeration unit? But it's where... I mean, Alex Jones talks about all the time that male and female are humans. That's the yes. human species. Yes. We are meant to be together... We are not meant to be at each other's throats and warring with each other. Right. We have over the millennia evolved together, and what the why? Why are we throwing this all away? And it's, so he's all about being pro-human and a pro-human okay. future. No, I, I, I'm all yeah. pro-human too, but there is one side, not all of them, but I would say, depending on your age, sixty-five to seventy-five percent of them, maybe. Yeah. That really want a war on men. Yes, absolutely. They really have been trained and brainwashed to yep. hate men, or yep. war view us as adversarial. Yep. Or trained by who? You just wonder sometimes. Oh, feminism, it, government. Is, gov- it, is it females training this behavior, or is it really shitty fucking males that want to? There's, there's an want to have power. They understand that yeah. you can manipulate people, and they want to have their little their power that's not uh, threatened at all. And so they so they divide people and pit them against each other, so they can just run away with all the money. And I'm not talking about the Jews. No, no. <laughs> I know you don't talk about that. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, well, how does that... I, I can see where... You just wonder who came up with this whole feminist idea. I, I Who's think, the originator? I think spoiled trof- or not trof- spoiled housewives who came from rich... Like, if you look at the original, not, not Susan B. Anthony, you know, when they're going for voting rights. That I understand. Uh, but the 60s feminists, they're just a bunch of spoiled baby boober kawantahahas. But was there a guy there, like, supporting them and oh, maybe. egging them on know. and all that kind does, of stuff? Does it matter? Maybe. Like, we can find the, the mother brain. Because everybody thinks it's just women, but there's, you know. But it's the, the same thing that... with the relations between the sex, or between the races. It's like, there's... Uh, for as much as black people piss me off, white people piss me off even more. Right. I mean, it's like, oh, we want our white nation. Have you looked at white people <laughs> lately? You know, you. Oh, we want white nationalism. What? You think that's going to make things really? better? No, it's just going to be something Have different. You been to a Walmart? That's right. It. Hey, so what's this asshole consulting that we need to do? How far into this podcast? Oh are we? yeah, I guess we could probably because you know what, the sun is setting and we could be out on the deck. We instead. could be out on the deck. Um, you know what? No, I'll do it tomorrow. We can do it. I. Uh, what else do you want to? There's. I really don't. Let me go through some sponsors here. Let's get this out of the way. Um, Cafe Richese coffee. I'm going to send you some, so you have good coffee. All right. Uh, Cafe Richese. Rich S A E S S E. Dot com. The Pence Principle, written by Randall Betwick. That is how to not get falsely accused of rape or something else in school or employment, and it's increasingly becoming just. Don't even bother going working for corporate America. Just work from home. Um, Push Your Rubber Downhill by Adam Pickett. Both the website and the book. Orionscoldfire.com Academic Composition. If you are looking uh, to have somebody write your papers for you this summer, if you're taking some summer classes, go to academiccomposition.com and have Alex and his crack team of writing staff write your papers for you. He's also hiring writers and marketers. The jobs are not fun, but guess what, DT? Guess what? All jobs suck. All jobs suck, and guess where you can do this job? At home. At home. In South Dakota, maybe. In South Dakota, maybe. 
So here, here's a question for you. Mm. He's a very loyal sponsor. Why is he is that? a very loyal sponsor? I think maybe I just get him the clients. You know, like okay. I've had every every uh, advertiser I've had. You know, I wish them the best to get them the most amount of yeah. clientele, but my demographics may not align with that. So right. that's why I always say people, oh, I'd like to buy, you know, I've had, I'd like to buy a year's worth of advertising. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about just do one month and, right, and see, see, how see how it goes? Yeah, because yeah, the, there, are, there are people that have come and gone, mm-hmm. but the academic guy yeah. has been here for years. Years, right? yeah, years. Yeah. No, and he, he um, and I give him a discount because he's so loyal, but I also, I think I do get him writers. Okay. I do produce for him, so it's, it's worth the money for him. Um, what else? Financial Longevity, written by Dantarius Owens. Dantarius? Dantarius. Dantarius. Hang on, return is to he, Is he a brother? I want to say no, even with a name like Dantarius. It's kind of a brother's name. It is a name. brother's name, yeah. But I, for whatever reason, I don't think he's... No? I don't think so. Hmm, interesting. It's a, I think it's a cool name. Yeah. I know a guy Sounds kind of Roman or something. I know a guy named uh, Darius after the yeah. Persian king, but he didn't know he was named after a Persian. Bet you his mom didn't know he was named <laughs> after a Persian either. I just like the sound <laughs> of that name. It sounds powerful. Cherry, is it Cherry Creek? Return to Cherry Creek. Look. Oh, damn it. I got two books and I don't have them on my updated list. Or my mobile list. Um, Four Pillars of Neo-Masculinity. Let me look that up. Four Pillars of Neo-Masculinity. That would be Keanu Reeves. And all three other pillars, right? Yeah, hang on. Four Pillars of Investing. The Four Pillars of the... Here. Four Pillars of the Neo-Renaissance, man. Okay. Written I was gonna say neo masculinity sounds neo renaissance man yeah okay, neo neo renaissance man um, and he's a military guy and uh, you know I've been called a renaissance man I can see by that people yeah I can see that when they even when they just found out that this is what I was doing that I was just kind of quit my job which was a good job and picking up stakes and coming out here and just kind of letting it ride see what happens oh, screw you guys. Home. I'm going home. Yeah. I'm going home. <laughs> uh, what else? My books, Reconnaissance Man. Speaking of Reconnaissance. Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. You're speaking of Renaissance, not Reconnaissance. I know, but it's Reconnaissance Man. <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> uh, black Man's Got Out of Poverty. I wrote that book because I hate black people. Might have a uh, rather, speaking of the, the sisters, might have a, a rather well-endowed, pretty uh, young black lass. Uh, read some excerpts from the Black Man's Guide. Oh. Yes, I am making a concerted effort to get more attractive women uh, to advertise my books uh, and stuff like that. You know, that. I mean, I mean, this—they would never do it. Mm. But like Diamond and Silk reading your book, that would be hilarious, <laughs> right? So you got to have two, the two of them. So they're reading your book, and the, yeah. the other one's going, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, all right, you keep right. preaching you it, go, girl." <laughs> Um, they're not that good looking though. Uh, oh, the the diamond and silk. Diamond and silk. They're the they're salt and pepper. Huh? No, it's diamond and silk. Diamond, diamond and silk. silk. Salt and pepper are the musical instrument. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got a gal who was, uh, shall we say, blessed by the Lord. Okay. Uh, who has agreed? She's like, oh yeah. I'm like, cool. 
You know what's sad? But uh, maybe it's a good thing at the That's same time. That's a funny idea, actually, what? to have a black person read your book for black people. No, she's, it's men. That's the whole thing. Huh? All my readers are men, right? Most yes. of them. Right. Okay, what sells to men? Women. Tits and ass, right. right. So this gal's got a nice set of but, but she's doing the audio book, or she's just no, no, reading? She, all I'm going to have her do is dress up in some little frilly thing and read, and read an excerpt. Okay. I'm going to throw it on YouTube, and then maybe that might get the brothers to read my book. Right, okay. That's it. Like Mary Jo, I told okay, you about so Mary Okay, so sort of like commercials, okay. Exactly. But a whole like, audio book with a black person no, reading no, no, your no, book for black book. people would no. be funny. Well, why would it be funny? It would when just I be have, funny. Would I normally have a black person read The Black Man's God Out of Poverty? No, well, who, who read the audiobook? Is there an audiobook? No, there's not an audiobook. But wouldn't that be funny? I thought it would be expected. I, well, who maybe. am I supposed to have? Thaddeus McWinthrop? Like, <laughs> hell yes. The ghetto. Read by Thaddeus McWinthrop the third. It's a little too on the nose. Fucking David so. Niven reading a god. Oh my goodness! Black men only have a life expectancy of seventy-eight percent of white men. But if you had, but if you had the pair, where the one is just egging the other person on. That would be hilarious. Oh, like salt, uh, like diamond and silk. Yeah, yeah okay. Would they well, be reading be it and then yeah, you hear something? Really, yeah, I, I, we could do that. Like yeah, the Louis Farrakhan thing, where they're always going, mm, uh-huh, preach it. Yeah, yeah, like a Baptist thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think the uh, listener would probably get a little tired of that Maybe. after the yeah. first chapter. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, this is just going to be excerpts. Like Mary Joman have or read excerpts of Bachelor Pad Economics wearing a thing. And, yeah, um, that's a good idea. I would say. Well, you know what happened to my? It's idea? got to be an HD though. You know, it'll be in one <laughs> Peanut gallery. Yeah. Here's some planters. I jerk off to porn. I live at home with my mom's basement. I'm going to tell you, Aaron Cleary, how to do your shit. <laughs> um, the uh, Patreon. Uh, we can mention that now as long as we're on sponsors. But the Patreon, she's like tripled, right. if not quadrupled, the Patreon donations. Because she's been kind enough to provide some pinups. Did you tell her that? Yeah. You told her that she... Oh, she eats it up. She thinks okay. it's great. Yeah. She, she. I think she's one of the few... So she's not asking for more money yet. No, no. I paid her and, and I didn't even have... She agreed to do it for free, but I threw her some money anyway. She um, would do it for free? She is a sweet girl who actually is very traditional and conservative. She just thinks she's a Democrat. So she was just helping you out. She's just helping because she's like, oh, you boy, you could I'm like, yeah, nice. be nice if you sit. You got some... Yeah, I can send some bikini pictures. Send them over. So all the bikini and lingerie pics... All right, my Patreon account, patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. You have to be a contributing member to have access to them. And then you also get access to that. <sighs> now, with her doing all this stuff, yeah. I hope you've taught her how to shoot. To shoot? Shoot a gun. Mary Jo? Yeah. Uh, we've, we've hung if out. If you're worried about me yeah. showing my face because I have kids, yeah. but your friend Mary Jo oh, is showing her gun. tits yeah. well, she also and her has face. A, she also, like, don't worry, she's got plenty of men in her life okay, that then. will just, like, okay. kill you. Beat the yeah. crap. Okay, good. No, she's, good. she's fine. I'm not worried about her. Just, just, a, yeah, just a little concerned. Yeah, good. I'm not worried about it. Alleviate my fears. Anyway, so there's her, some other gals uh, that potentially might uh, provide some pinups. And I'll pay them, you know, like, you know, 20 But the reading thing, that's good. Yeah, because it's like, why should I try and make arguments of economics and philosophy? And was like, hey, look at this gal's nice. So kids. you're using the hot chicks saying Clary shit. Hot chicks saying Clary shit, and then guys yeah. go buy my book. Right. Right. Good idea. Yeah. Because it's work hard and try and make logical economic arguments. No. It's not working. Yeah. It's not working. 
Um, we talk about like an acquisition. We talk about my books, Batch of Pat Economics, Worthless, June. Oh, it's no, we're not June anymore. It's July. It's July. So Worthless Degree Pride Awareness Month. Pride Month is over. Yeah, Worthless Degree Awareness Month is over. Oh, that's right. Pride Month was also last Pride month. Month's yeah. over, too. Yeah. It's too bad. They, uh, they got their... What now we should make, for this time? We should make the next... We should make July Viking Rainbow Bridge Bifrost Month. You know what, yeah. what every month in my life is going to be? Looking at the Black I don't month. give a shit month. <laughs> if you think you're oppressed because people aren't bowing down at your altar, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Month, that's... Uh, so there's patreon.com slash Aaron Clary the Amazon affiliate program everybody can go to olderbrother.com slash donate you'll see the links to the Patreon page there the link to the PayPal account which you don't get anything for us if you just want to donate money and not get anything at all and there's also a link to my Amazon affiliate program where all you gotta do is click on that link and then you do your shopping on Amazon affiliate or Amazon's uh, website it takes you right to the website and I make a 6 to 7% cut which I when I bought my Freon, I did oh, not did you? buy through you. I'm Why? sorry. Did you buy through someone else, I hope? I didn't buy through anybody. You know, just let Jeff Bezos have all that money there, DT. <laughs> it's all right. I know the deal was you have to be on a computer to do it, right? Yeah. Did you do it on your phone? I did it on my tablet. Oh, I, guys, what are my, you, a my, Gen Zer? My computer isn't hooked up. I'm in this empty oh, house. Oh, gee, if there, if there was only somebody who had a computer in his lab right now. Oh... All right, uh, Poor Richard's Retirement, Curse of the High IQ, Enjoy the Climb. All those books are available online, and if you've already bought them, if you would please kindly review them, it helps out a lot. That actually helps out more than subscribing to the YouTube or the Twitter. Oh, really? Although I'm really close to 10,000 viewers or subscribers on Twitter. What do you get for that? Not, not through I Twitter. Know, I don't know. You YouTube, get, you get like something eventually. 100,000, you get a guy. They give you a guy. A guy. You're assigned a guy, or maybe it's a gal. A consultant from YouTube. Huh. And they okay. say, oh, hey, it will help you monetize even more. I'm like, have you seen my channel? Oh, wait, we can't monetize any of this stuff. <laughs> I guess I'll go now. My guy's going to have very little work to do. I'll be like, yeah, none of this is monetizable, and I think you hate me, so why don't you just say you did your job, and I'll sign off. Why don't you just keep it at 9,999 subscribers? I don't, I don't control how many <laughs> subscribers I have. Just throttle that back, and I won't get the attention, so you ban me. Yeah. But I became. Oh, I was sitting at like seven thousand five hundred until I had a couple of tweets go viral, and now I'm at like. Now the 000. tweets about women, basically. No, and one gays. of the tweets. One of the, no, it wasn't actually about women. One was about um, gay rights. Not even it wasn't even about gay rights. It was about having all this corporate Pride. virtue signaling shoved down my throat. Did you see LinkedIn? No, what happened to LinkedIn? All, all of the logos for all the corporations had rainbow backgrounds oh, on yeah. fucking LinkedIn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so that it was that and then another one was when I wrote an article about how Asperger's and autism ruined Dungeons and Dragons oh okay yeah, I didn't one. read that one because I wasn't a Dungeons and Dragons person you'd like it because it, you don't have to be Dungeons and Dragons you just have to go into a social situation where people who actually may actually have Asperger's or autism are there who cannot function normally right like Rayman but more commonly and this was where the true ire of my writing was targeted towards the people who do not have a mental illness but fake it so they can yeah. get attention. Okay. Those motherfuckers are ruining uh, tabletop games. Huh. So like if you ever want to go and play, you know, Shadowrun or something like that, you, you don't even bother. Just play it online with your friends that you trust because 
these people because it's not fun with these people no they're, men- just... they're not mentally ill they're worse they're faking mental illness right. because they want attention so what do you think they do when they play the game you think they play the game or they're hawking for attention right yeah huh it's a crazy world we live in yeah. I think so I'm gonna sit here and look at my view of my place um is that it yeah, League of Extraordinary Podcasters, MasculineGeek405Media.com, FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com, Talk, O'Shea Jack and Jackson, Economic Invincibility, TJ Martinell, Small Scale Life, World Class Bullshitters, Entrepreneurs in Cars, NonCommunistScienceFiction.com, and SafetyPhD.com with a good buddy, Dr. David Perodin. Who needs to move out here, too. Who needs to move out here, too. That's it for the things. That's it for the stuff. And you, I thought you had an asshole consulting. Do you really want to do an asshole consulting? Let's just finish it up right, with that. Is it a really involved that. one? or No, it's, it's not an old one. It's, i got to find it. Because I might be able to just tell them, oh, just fuck fat chicks and have kids. <laughs> it would be like my standard response. Join the military and major in STEM. DTSA, right. hey, fuck fat chicks and have kids. <laughs> you always tell people to fuck fat chicks and have kids. Life's about adjusting expectations. You'll be much happier. No, you won't. Yes. Have you ever had a girlfriend get fat on you? No. No? Okay, well, <laughs> ask around. No. no. But but having, I don't know, adjusting your expectations. It, it does make you happier, I think. Accepting reality. Yeah. Not lowering Which your you standards. You have to. Well, you don't lower your standards, but you adjust your expectations. Mm-hmm. So you're never disappointed. Um, this one I want to do separately. That guy paid. That guy got to do something later. I thought you had it picked out. It's either on the asshole consulting email or Cappy Cap email because the email. I'm not trying to be peanut gallery. No, I know. No, you're not peanut gallery. (laughs) Okay, so this guy just thanked me for doing what I do. Thank you for doing what you do, Cappy. Thank you for helping me move. And driving my truck out here. Hey, thanks for the free lodging and free hauling my your, my motorcycle out here. Yeah, but you're driving your motorcycle back. I know. It's only going to cost me $45 in gas, if that. Okay. Yeah, I made I made good money. Well, I didn't make money. I saved a ton of money uh, getting lodging out here. On that very fine air mattress, by the way. Yep. In a cool basement. And a cold basement. That's it's cool. It's not cold. It's cool. That's why I turned on the heat. You didn't just turn on I the heat. I just turned on the heat. Oh, well, you're going to turn so it off. Yeah, I am going to turn it off. Because heat rises and goes straight up to where I sleep. Right. Looking for ads. Got all the spam mail. Last chance to invite your invitation? No. All right, I think this one. You know, I'm starting to feel like you. I'm like, come on, hurry up already. Oh, I should just take my sweet ass time. <laughs> Train your ass through this. Um, all right. Hi, Aaron. How do I get the girls? He's kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm a 22-year-old living in a major metropolitan city in the United States. I had sparse success with dating in college as a math and statistics double major. I'm quite introverted and studied a lot. I did get laid dated occasionally. I'm decent looking, but in really good shape. I moved to the city to work as a data scientist at a hedge fund. Uh, I am making 150k and am paying off my student loans by the age of 25. 
So that's good. He's got his shit together. He does. What I've noticed now, though, is that it is much easier to date girls. Once they hear about my job, the neighborhood where I live, or the college I went to, I usually get their numbers. A lot of these chicks are obviously just gold digger types, though. I've attached pictures of the two most recent for your reference, and they're knockouts. Okay. They are model-esque. Okay. Uh, my question I is... I don't get to see them? What, what, yes. <laughs> My question is, is it worth it going out on dates or pursuing girls that obviously like me primarily for status? I'm not being an idiot by giving them money or buying them things, but it's pretty clear to me they wouldn't be dating me if I hadn't had so much success at a young age. On one hand, if girls want a long-term relationship and just like the fact that I was successful, I'm fine with that. But on the other hand, 100% of these chicks are only interested when I tell them my job, my neighborhood, etc. Thanks, let me know my pri- your price. And he signs off as Sean. Let me see if I can find the pictures. <clears throat> from the original one. Here we go. Yeah, so that's one. Okay. Yeah, cans on her, all right. Yep. Yep. And uh, those gals would probably not have given him the time of day in college. Okay. Um, and I know the town he's in has one of the most disproportionately larger percentage of women than men for his okay. age. Okay. So, so he's got a <laughs> lot to choose it. from, basically. He's got a fair amount to choose from. I said... Well, then the percentages... Well, hang on, there's more. There's more. Okay. I said, I, I want to know what their professional backgrounds are like. I mean, like, are these girls coming up to you like, my name's Tina, and I'm the social worker, and oh my goodness, I just love children, but it's so hard to make it in this city. Um, so it says, what are the professionals' backgrounds like? Like, sociology maker, 40K a year, living at home, model looking for a husband, any serious work behind their looks... Etc. He says, thanks for the reply. One of them is a physician's assistant making about 60K, so that's a legit uh-huh. thing. Tried to get into medical school, but ultimately couldn't get in. She's 21. The other is a junior majoring in computer science, just turned 20. So these gals actually have a little bit of brains behind them. Right. They both want to be moms and raise kids eventually, so they tell me. I'm not committed to anyone right now, but I'm still torn as to whether I should commit to any girl who clearly wants to marry up. I paid for the video response. Da, da, da. Um, your Wait, thoughts? Cause my, my thoughts first. Yes. My main question would be: Are they boring? And if they're not boring, you don't have anything to worry about. If they're not boring, okay. Yep. I think paying a little too much attention to the money and status and that whole thing. Um, and it, it's like when you go fishing. All right. Do you feel bad about yourself that you use a lure? No. No, you don't. The lure is the lure, right? right? And the fish attack the lure. Right. So you've got a lure, uh-huh. and you're trying to land the trophy fish. Right. Some of the fish you're going to throw back, and you'll eventually find the one that you want to keep. Yeah. And, yeah. and so if, if they're not boring, if you can have good conversations with them, or the, what, maybe not them, with her, uh-huh. if you're trying to find one person... Um, then that's huge. I mean, if you if if you uh, find yourself getting bored, then um, if they're not intellectually stimulating, if they're not funny, if they're not um, whatever whatever it is that you're looking for, right? That's what you really should be paying attention to. I I would also, in intellectual honesty, argue for these women because what are women supposed to want? The loser, right? I mean, this is kind of how it should be scripted to work. And now I understand his concerns about gold diggers. But that's why I asked what these women were doing in their background. And they're not sloughing off. If they said no. that they're majoring in journalism and they go live back at home in, in uh, Connecticut or whatever uh, rich place they're from, uh, I'd be a little bit worried. But they're majoring in real shit. Right. And they also have to be very pretty girls too. Right. Uh, 
women, what are they supposed to? They should be going after. Absolutely. I mean, that's why you it's are like, going into that field. That they should be looking for a guy who could support himself. The issue is, are they going to support themselves? Because you know, uh, you know that I make my own money. Mm-hmm. Do I support the GF? I don't think so. No, I mean, I you you pay your own rent. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's they should want to have a guy who's a winner. Um. If it was like the car he drove, then I'd start start worrying about it because that's a material thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, you're a data scientist. You have a good career. That's the benefit of being a hardworking man and successful. Mm-hmm. Is now you get to choose from these high quality women, and so far they look very high quality, both in the looks and the education department. Right. Um, well, is he flaunting his 150k salary? I mean, that would be. I mean. You can't criticize women if you are driving a really fancy car or you are wearing really fancy clothes. Well, or, you know, I mean, if you're if you're really polishing up that lure mm-hmm. and it's a little too gaudy and it's a little <laughs> too shiny, you know, I mean, then you can't blame when all the fish start biting on it. You know, right. if you're trying to if you're trying to attract the right type of person, you don't. I mean, maybe you don't want them to know exactly how much money you have if you're really concerned about that well, and that's yeah. that's what I was saying it's kind of too late he told them right because I'll tell you this if I ever made 150 grand don't tell anybody I wouldn't tell anybody no I wouldn't tell a fucking soul right I mean it, I mean, I remember in college and in my 20s in my 30s I had I had the gutless cutlass and I also had the Chevy Caprice Classic just as two wonderful dogs and I would take girls out in those cars, yeah. and that, would, they were that yeah. would screen out the, all the gold diggers yeah. like that. And there was even the one gal um, in North Oaks, who gated community. Her mom wanted me to park the car away from their house because it was such a shitty car. So I mean, you, you, ne- I mean, you don't want to be D- Mrs. DT. I yeah. drove a little tiny Toyota pickup. Talking yeah. back, talking back about what your parents allowed the children to drive in college yeah. for safety reasons yeah. there is a happy medium I drove a pickup truck rear wheel drive that the idle had to be set high so that the engine wouldn't, didn't, wouldn't, kill. wouldn't die <laughs> but there were no brakes on the back tires so in in snowy icy Fargo uh-huh. the front brakes would be on and the back tires would be spinning and pushing me into the intersection that I was stopped at <laughs> and so one one morning we got stuck on a little hill and I was bringing Mrs. DT and I to school for that day. And I looked at her and I said, well, get out and push. <laughs> and so she had to get out in morning traffic and push me out of a little tiny. It was it was the spring. The snow was melting. It mm-hmm. melted in the shade, right, shade and, sh- frozen and froze. Yeah, and there was yeah. just one patch where the tire got stuck and I wasn't able to, to move forward. Yeah, I, I So would... she was a keeper then because she still stuck with me. Right. <laughs> Yeah, with with him, I and any guy who makes a fair amount of money, I mean, there's that temptation, but there's got to be something where like he's a data scientist. He doesn't have to say that he makes 150. So no. I'm a, I'm a junior data scientist, so there's still the long term potential, but you only make 55 grand a year. You well, know what, what do you say when I mean, like if a girl actually asks you. You know how much do you make? I'm sure they do ask that. What do you? Yeah, say? you lie. Enough? You just say enough. I would say I make enough. No, 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 no. You lie. You, could, what are they gonna do? Grab you ten ninety nines and look? No. Right. Why would you even? Why would you even answer the question? Just say it's not your fucking business. Well, I make because enough. if a girl's asking that, you know you don't want to. I mean, I guess at that point, then you could tell her the truth because you're just gonna fuck her and leave her. Then if she's that obsessed yeah. with her income, yeah. But <clears throat> I'm just saying in general. 
to have the gold diggers weed themselves out, junior data scientist yeah. just started making sixty grand a year. Right. You know, in this very expensive city, which is not that much. So if Smarco would say, okay, he's just starting out, but he's got a really good degree and he does have a job. But if you go in there... And he's oh, yeah. funny and interesting and I like yeah. him. The... Mid-six figs and I work at a major corporation. Oh, fuck, dude. No, no, you and can't you got take the, that. And yeah. you got the really shiny lure. And you got the really shiny and lure. A, and attracting everything. Yeah, and you don't know who's your friend and who's your foe. Right. And so, um, so going forward, I would... Um, lie. <laughs> For lack of a better word, lie. Don't necessarily... Like, it's I like had Coming a, to America, right? The movie Coming to America with... Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy where uh, he's the prince. So he's the prince, and he comes back and he works at basically a McDonald's and he right, yeah, because he wants to find somebody that likes him for him rather right. than being a prince. Right. There, I had a doctor in a major metropolitan area who ended up becoming the president of the hospital. Okay. And he had the pimp ass condo and the right. fancy thing. He's like, "Oh, these girls just want." I said, "Send me a couple pictures of the girls." I'm like, "You could tell, you right. know, like he's." 50 and these girls are 25 and they're bimbos and they're dressed. I'm like, dude. What do you think they're there? For? What are you, get rid of your, you're okay. If you're okay with that, then fine, be okay with it. Well, that. right, but then by, at that point, you might as well just get a prostitute. Right. Why, why dispense with the, right. the, the formalities? So I told him, look, you're renting that condo for a buddy and house sitting, okay? It's not yours. And he gives yeah. you a great discount. And you're an orderly or a nurse, you're not a doctor. Yeah. And the fuck if you're the president of the goddamn hospital. Hide your business cards, hide your badge, wear your scrubs or whatever it is, and then you know, and then get rid of your cars. Yeah. And that took care of the problem. Wow. Yeah. Because like it was yeah. And then did he find somebody that actually? I don't know. I, I'd love to hear from him again. I'd love to yeah. hear from him. So. Um, yeah, oh. you can't blame. I mean, you can't blame the women yeah. if you're dangling that really shiny lure in yeah. front of them. You can't blame them. Oh. Um. So in so the in blaming, general blaming policy, the women would be just like the whole rape culture thing, right? Isn't that the the corollary where women dress all scantily clad and they wonder why guys are hitting on them, right? Right. Yeah. So it's the same thing in reverse. If a guy is you know driving the fancy Mid-six car and all fix, that kind yeah. of stuff, yeah. and oh, why are all these gold diggers coming after me? It's the right. same thing. No, you gotta. Cappy's oh. right, fading. Cappy's fading. Um. So that's the general policy, but as of now with these two girls, I'm very impressed with the two girls, what little we know about them. They're yeah. very attractive, but more important, they're majoring in the right thing. Um, the one that wants to get married and have kids, I, here's another thing that, he doesn't have to marry these girls tomorrow. No. I mean, girls will fuck up. Damn, you you'll find out their, their flaws. You don't have to marry, period. You yeah. I mean, you can have a family without being married. Well... You can? Yeah. Do DTs find a fat chick and fuck her. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, I mean, even Mrs. DT and I, after you know, finding out, you know, being red-pilled and finding out how horrible the family court system is and all mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's a real risk to get, to get married. Oh, yeah. We probably wouldn't advise people to mm-hmm. get married. There's common law marriage. There's all kinds of ways to, you know... Right, to well, do the I, same thing without signing that document. I'm just saying for his immediate concerns with these two women that he sent, you know, there will be more. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with dating them. That's what dating's for. Find yeah. out. And right. and women can fake it a long time. Yep. You know, we're t- you had dated for like a year or so, and and uh, you know, uh, the one gal that wants to get married and have kids, I'd start interrogating. Hey, plus one's what twenty? The other one's twenty one. Right. Oh, those kids don't know fucking 
jack all they shit are. what they want. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry. Well, that. they're attractive, and so they haven't lived in reality. They've always right. had their drink spot for them and had free meals Friday and Saturday nights, yeah. you know. So, I mean, I, I, I feel for these guys that are very paranoid. And, like, I was just thinking, do you really need to interrogate? Do you really need to... To like approach everything like, oh my god, I can't open up myself too much. I mean, what about just having fun, seeing if they're interesting? Yeah. You know, not taking it too seriously. Yeah. But don't tell them you make one hundred fifty thousand. Right. Yeah. I was great at that. I mean, when I was when I was just happy, dumb, and dopey, and I didn't make any money, it was great. Girls, yeah. you know, they like the fun guy. Right. And uh, I don't think. Well, I do know a couple girls. And it actually played to my advantage, but a couple girls, like, they like me as a fun guy, but I was not marriage material. Mm-hmm. And so I got to have a little fun and play in sex, but then like, okay, you know, like, I got to yeah. get serious and, you yeah. know, I really want to have a family and, well, Aaron, you live in a basement. I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and you know where also that happened a lot? Tall girls. Uh, yeah. I think. Some tall girls okay dating a short guy, but there's something about their genetics or they don't yeah or their the hive they can't be seen with a short guy. So there are a lot of girls where things were going great and then it's like oh, and it's like yeah it's getting a little too serious out. now and, it's too yeah. serious. Yeah. I'm like all we do is have sex. What's wrong? Serious? I didn't even ask you to go steady. What are you talking? <laughs> and then you know they they go away. But uh, all right, I that's mean, I'm, I'm, I mean I'm gonna I mean I don't know how old was this guy that was asking you? Twenty two. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm going to advise my girls mm-hmm. when they're in 18 to early 20s, if they want if they want a career and it's an actual thing that you need to go to college for, I guess go do the college thing. But if you want a family, go find a guy in his 30s that's got his shit together right. and start a family. And so, for guys... I mean, you can, no, I mean, oh. you can you can start a family at any time, and if you're in your 30s, go ahead and tap into that 20 year early 20 year old pool yeah. and find somebody to start a family with. So, and so I got it. I got. I have to. If I'm going to encourage my kids to look for an older guy, then I have to encourage guys that are in their early 20s to. Eh, maybe you should wait until you're we'll in your 30s yeah. and find a, a suitable mate that's 10 years your. Yeah. Junior dude, and start a family. Nothing, he's twenty two. Right, he's got plenty know, of time. You got time, man. He's and got like, tons dude, of time. And you got pay off your student loans. You're not ready to get married anyway. Right. And go have some fun. Yeah. You know. Maybe you will find somebody that just is yeah. the perfect one. That and then no, nothing's perfect, right? The the enemy of the good is the perfect. So there's nobody. The enemy that's of perfect. good is perfect. Correct. There's no the one. There's no. The that's one. definitely a something that's true in the red pill community. Mm-hmm. But you can you got plenty of time, so. Um, cool. Let's go sit on the patio. All right, cool. All right, that's it. Uh, check out lights, subscribe, blah, 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 that and that and all that. Will you please take us out correctly? Well, I say dismissed, but I'll say toodles.